It's so easy to let words have power over us, whether it's what others say to us or what we tell ourselves. Once those words have been heard, they take hold and trying to shake them off can be near impossible. So in this episode, I'm looking at how what you say to yourself can influence your behaviours and how you can counteract your negative self-talk and unhelpful comments from others to become more positive and able to take action to get what you want in life. If you find yourself always putting yourself down, second-guessing yourself, or dwelling on what you've been told in the past, then this episode is for you. Are you ready to banish your negative thoughts for good? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Can you remember back to a time in your childhood or teenage years, or even in early adulthood, when someone said something to you? good or bad, that really stuck with you. You know that one sentence that is something you just can't forget. It stays at the back of your mind, consciously or unconsciously, influencing your decisions and behaviours. Now, if what was said is positive, like a teacher or a mentor said that you have a brilliant skill at something or you're destined for success, then that's great, as that would have affected you in a positive way. But unfortunately, nine times out of ten, the words you remember most, those words that are seared in your brain, are negative. They're when someone, usually with power or influence in your life, has criticised your behaviours, looks or skills in some way that has cut you to the bone and maybe even reinforced your own negative beliefs and thoughts about yourself. Even though many years may have passed, if you've not done anything to limit the effect those words have had on you, you will still be influenced by them. The fact is that words have power and you should be really careful who you surround yourself with and most importantly, what you tell yourself, particularly when you're making a big transformation in your life. When you tell yourself something, positive or negative, your brain looks for evidence as to why that positive or negative thought is true. You have set it on a path to seek out and find everything that reinforces or proves what you've told it. Of course, it then ignores everything else that is opposite to what you tell it while it seeks out its goal. It's like um, when you buy a new car, everyone else in your area seems to have that car. You hadn't noticed it before, but your brain is focused on one particular car and it's showing it to you again and again and again. Those cars were always there. You just didn't notice them before. So your brain will start showing you the evidence of why the positive or negative thought is true, ignoring anything that doesn't support that statement. So if the thought is negative, you'll get all the reasons that that negative thought is true, which can then affect your mood, your confidence and behaviours, which then sometimes can lead to a self-fulfilling prophecy. In other words, the thing you thought would happen actually happens. And then that negative thought is doubly reinforced and becomes even stronger in your mind. You congratulate yourself on how you knew it was going to happen, that things like that always happen to you. And you are just not lucky or talented or good enough, whatever the belief is, 
that you've just made into fact. Let me um, think of an example. Okay, let's say you're going for a job interview. I'm guessing that most of you will have been to at least one job interview in your time. So you have an interview and you're delighted to have been invited, but your next thought is, oh, I'm terrible at job interviews, and your mood plummets. Your brain then starts seeking out all the evidence that proves why you're terrible at interviews and floods your mind with imagined scenarios or fears of what could happen. It starts breaking down all the ways it could go wrong and maybe even dives into past memories of interviews when you may not have answered one question that well, but it blows it up to being so much worse. You then either decide you won't go to the interview because, well, there's no point, is there, because you're terrible at them, or you go to it, but your confidence has been affected and all the things you thought might actually happen do because of your actions. So you actually do have a terrible interview And then that reinforces the belief, which will be used the next time you're thinking about an interview. Now, I know that is a simplified example, but you get what I'm saying. The words you let your brain think can actually create the result you were afraid would happen. The worst thing is, you may not even know this is happening. Often it happens unconsciously and affects your behaviour without you even knowing. You can literally talk yourself into believing you're not good enough. The more the belief is put into words and reinforced by the feared events actually taking place, the harder it will be to break the cycle. But the good news is there is a way of breaking that cycle. So what's the solution, I hear you ask? Well, you can't always control what words are said to you or around you, but you can control what you say to yourself and potentially reverse the influence of the words of others. How do you do this? Well, you can create positive statements that can help you challenge and overcome the negativity. By repeating the positive words regularly and believing in them, you will start to see a difference. These positive statements are known as affirmations, or some people call them mantras. Now, most of you will probably have heard of affirmations, and you may have some kind of preconceived views on them. I know I certainly did. I thought thought it was all an over-the-top gimmick. I had an image in my head of a guy talking into a mirror saying he is the greatest or he's going to smash it in some hyped up crazy way. Actually, do you remember the Bruce Willis scene in Friends where his character Paul is trying to get confident about his weekend away with Rachel and he's standing in front of the mirror telling himself, you are a neat guy. You are a neat guy. You are the man. You are the man. I still got it. Apologies for that impression. But that's what I thought of when thinking of affirmations. Funny, a bit embarrassing, and definitely not for me. Certainly, I didn't know then how effective they actually are. However, I'm now definitely a convert. When I learned more about them and how scientifically and psychologically they have been proven to work, I started to get a different view. Also, so many successful people have used them to keep motivated and reach their goals. They can't be all wrong. Jack Canfield, the legendary trainer, coach, motivational speaker and author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul publishing empire, says, I have met countless successful business people, Olympic and professional athletes, New York Times best-selling authors and visionary change makers who all use daily positive affirmations to stay energised and focused on their goals, no matter what's happening in the world around them. They've all told me that their daily affirmations practice has had a game-changing impact on their lives. And when you think of it, 
The idea of repeating positive phrases to boost our mindset is not a new thing. Reciting positive mantras in Buddhism and Sanskrit has an ancient and respected history. And the benefits of daily affirmations speak for themselves, ranging from reduced stress and more happiness to a more positive outlook, which in turn improves our overall health. And studies show that the optimism that can come from affirmations, daily affirmations, reduces the risk of strokes and heart attacks. Sounds good, right? But why exactly do affirmations work? Well, as I've already mentioned, negative thoughts and beliefs we tell ourselves had often been formed in childhood or teen years. As an adult, they may not be relevant anymore, but they still affect our behaviour. Despite its complex structure, the human brain can get a little bit mixed up on the difference between reality and imagination. So if you've thought something is true, or someone has told you something is true, the brain can't really tell the difference if it's actually true or not. So if you start telling yourself something repeatedly, the brain starts to believe it's true. Also, the brain likes shortcuts. There's so much going on in your brain at any one time, that to speed things up, if something has been proven to be true at some point in your life, even if it's not actually true, the brain will link that thought to a situation. So like the thought of being terrible at interviews, you think of an interview and immediately think you're terrible at them, without thinking about all the reasons why you feel that way. Your brain has created a shortcut. So what you need to do is rewire your thought patterns in order to change the shortcuts in your decision making to accept the positive words as fact and cancelling out the negative. In other words, when you repeat positive affirmations, you're encouraging your brain to accept your affirmations as fact, overturning the previous negative beliefs. This that allows you, consciously or unconsciously, to take action to make whatever is in your affirmation a reality. So if you tell yourself daily, I'm fantastic at interviews, I always do well at interviews, your brain will start to believe that's true. I know, it sounds really crazy, but it really does. Which will positively affect how you prepare for your interview and how you feel about that interview, which means that you're more likely to perform well when you get there. Once you've reinforced the affirmation by actually having a good interview, it will then become even stronger. Eventually, the brain will just accept the statement, I am fantastic at interviews, as true, and create the shortcuts, and you can focus on another affirmation. Another way affirmations help train the brain is by giving a pleasure response. An article in the Third Space website cites a study published in the Journal of Social Cognitive and Effective Neuroscience that used an MRI to reveal that practising self-affirmation activates the reward centres in your brain. They said that simply saying to yourself, I got the promotion, and it light up the same reward centres that respond to other pleasurable experiences, such as eating food or winning a prize. It fires up your neural pathways and makes changes to those areas of the brain that make you happy and positive. Now this is a massive topic, so if you want to read more about how affirmations actually work and the science behind it, I've put a few links to research and relevant articles in the episode show notes. You can find a link to the show notes in the episode description, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So how do you actually come up with affirmations? Well, if you want to get started quickly, you can, re- you can search on Google or social media for some ideas. And you'll find some more general statements or ones related to specific topics like career, money, relationships or spirituality. There's loads of other topics, but you know, have a look. But the best affirmations are those you write yourself. 
because they will be directly related to your goals and specific limiting beliefs. But when you write your own, there are a few things to consider. First is that they need to be in the present tense, even when they're about the future. For example, you could say, I am a happy and successful writer, even if you've only just taken up writing. Remember, we're tricking the brain to believe it's true, so it will start guiding you to make decisions that will make it happen. Number two, they need to be specific to certain areas of your life. Yes, you can, you can have maybe one general one like, um, this is my time and I'm ready to get started. But those linked to goals or areas of your life you want to change are more powerful. Like if you're having trouble with public speaking, it could be, I am an engaging and confident presenter. Also, if you're having trouble thinking of any, just reverse a negative thought. So money just drains away from me could be, I am a money magnet. Always try and avoid negative words, even if they're said in a more positive way. For example, I don't perform badly at interviews. There's just too much negativity in there with don't and badly. So say instead, I perform well in interviews. The affirmation really has to be something that resonates with you, so it feels connected and something you really want. You usually find if the affirmation is focused on something you don't really care about as much, you'll feel it in your gut that it's not right. And finally, keep them short and snappy. You ideally want to memorise them so you're not reading them every day and can recite them whenever you need to. Well, I hope by now you're getting really excited about using affirmations, but how can you actually start using them? Well, you should be repeating your affirmations daily for them to make the most impact. So you can have as many as you like, but I suggest a maximum of 10 or it'll be really hard to keep to the routine. I have about five at the moment, which I will say out loud just after I do my journaling in the morning. Ideally, you should say them out loud to yourself as that connects you more, particularly if, yes, you stand in front of a mirror and say them to yourself loudly and proudly. You should definitely aim to do that at some point. But if it feels too strange, in the beginning you can read them in your head or write them out again. If you journal already, you could write them in there. Or if you're not regularly journaling, you could add them into a notebook specifically for your affirmations. However you decide to say the affirmations, you should have a belief and feeling in the words. After all, saying, I'm a great artist, is not the same as saying, I am a great artist. See what I did there? Then what time of day you actually say your affirmations is really up to you. Grace McGrath from self-development platform and podcast Finding Your Feet when writing for Style Magazine suggests that first thing in the morning when you're coming down out of a sleep state and last thing at night when you're winding down and dropping out of your busy conscious state are good times to perform affirmations. However, if those times don't work for you, you could have a routine of saying them in the shower or on your commute or out on a walk or while you have breakfast, whatever makes it easier for you to remember to do them. You can also say them on an ad hoc basis. If you're going into a situation where you need extra confidence, like going to that interview or before a presentation. Finally, I'm going to repeat this again. Repetition is key. Repetition is key. You won't get much out of affirmations if you only say them once in a while. Okay, before I wrap up, just a little health warning. According to MindTools website, there is evidence that the higher your self-esteem is, the more effective affirmations are. However, research also found that if you have very low self-esteem, positive affirmations can make you feel worse. 
because you have a conflict between the positive state you desire and the highly negative feelings you currently are experiencing. So if you feel this applies to you, work on building your self-esteem first before you start using affirmations. The bottom line is affirmations work, as can be proven by a multitude of successful people in business, elite sports and entertainment, and backed up by scientific and psychological study. By repeating positive affirmations on a daily basis, you can rewire your brain to create a mental image of what you're trying to achieve or become. This will then lead you to take action in the right direction, whether that is consciously or unconsciously. Positive daily affirmations offer many benefits from reduced negative thoughts and stress to increase happiness and positivity, as well as helping you to take action to make your goals happen. So give daily affirmations a try. It really is a no-brainer. There is no negative side and you could find they are a game changer in how you live your life and make the changes you've been longing for. That's it for this episode. If you miss anything, want the links to the articles I mentioned or want to read the key points, take a look at my show notes. The link is in the show description. Remember, you deserve to live your passion. So go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.